0: One of the most important things that you can do to your property is to plant trees. Whether it's a mass-bearing tree or a fruit-bearing tree, it's all beneficial to wildlife and your property. And no one knows that better than Alan Dees and the Wildlife Group. Alan's probably the foremost authority on planting trees for wildlife in the state. And today, he's going to be telling us how, when, and where to plant these trees. You're listening to the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast. Uh-huh.
1: Alan Dees, what's the name of your company? Who are you
2: with, and what do you all do? I'm with a wildlife group. Uh, we're a nursery uh, out of Tuskegee, Alabama. And basically we grow all types of trees that uh, people plant on their hunting property right. for to make their habitat, create a better habitat, and, of course, draw deer in and everything else to their property. So
1: Like uh, fruit
2: trees and stuff like that? We do apples, pears, crab apples, persimmons, all your major oak trees, chestnuts, you know, your sawtooths. A little bit of everything.
1: Uh, how old? How old is a you know one of your saplings or trees typically when you sell it? Well,
2: depends on what the customer wants, but anywhere from a year to three or four years typically.
1: Okay, so y'all you are know. holding them that long, three or four well, years.
2: say a three or four year tree would be a 15 gallon pot, uh, which would run 60 to 75 dollars, just depending on which tree it is. Okay. Is it bearing mass or anything at that that age? <clears throat> Some of them are. Yeah, like um, a lot of times in your oak tree family, uh, some chinkapin oaks, um, sawtooth oaks, uh, some live oaks, uh, chestnuts, all those are typically within about a four to six year, seven year frame on production. So, yeah, a lot of them are producing. Now, fruit trees, a lot of those, if we have them up to the four year time frame, they'll be producing something. Uh, But generally, we keep a fruit tree for about two years, three years tops and we try to get it out, uh, get it on somebody's property. On fruit trees,
0: if someone's going to order some fruit trees, how many do you suggest they buy at one time?
2: Well, it depends on what they're buying particularly. You know, like uh, some people want a mix, in which mixes are great because you get apples, crab apples, persimmons, pears, a little bit of everything in there. Mm -hmm. And with that, you get different drop times of different fruit. Plus, if you have a weird... Weather time where you got a late frost and burn something up, something else may have fruit. So you're not, I guess, essentially putting all your eggs in one basket by planting one certain type. Right. Makes Uh, sense. The other advantage is, you know, like, let's just say you call me up and you want pears. Well, pears are pretty easy to grow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Almost a no-brainer. You can't grow anything and you want to feel good about yourself, plant a pear. (laughs) (laughs) The other side of that is, you know, a lot of people say, well, like you know, I can run over to Home Depot and get a pear. Well, you can. You know, you can go over there and get a Bartlett or something like that. <clears throat> but what we offer is, and we encourage people to do, is plant different varieties for pollination purposes, mm-hmm. but also for different drop times. So you don't want to go say, uh, Alan, call me up, and I want 10 kefir pears. You know, you want 10 pears, but you want 10 pears of different varieties. Right. What that does is it gets you good pollination, plus it gets you different fruit at different times. So we offer packages of pears where you can get 10, 12, 15 pears and plant them in these groups. And you can have pears from really uh, late August uh, all the way up through early December. We have wow. some that hang into December. Wow. Dang. But that, the, you know the, how, how long something carries fruit a lot is dependent upon the weather. In Alabama it could be till December. It could be in December. Yeah. And, it, you know, and it, we've got some that will carry late up north. But, you know, the, the the quicker it gets cold and get hard freezes on things, things start kind of getting softer and dropping off. So right. It will vary. But, but typically, you know, where we're growing southeast, for instance, mm-hmm. most of the time everything that we say, the dates as far as the drops kind of come into play
1: pretty good. Well, that's pretty neat. So you're making a – I mean, so you all are having like a, you know, a buffet – All through hunting season for these animals, that's awesome. Yeah,
2: and you'll see, like, if you get our catalog or look on our website and look at our stuff, you know, we have stuff, like, in the catalog, we'll have a draw-up of what we call a permanent food plot. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've laid them out on two acres up to ten acres. And what we do is we'll set it up where you can do the perimeter of your food plot in trees, different varieties, and then you can leave, like, an acre or two in the center, that you can do your annual planting. Right, there. yeah. So you're kind of incorporating everything into one area. And so in just having something planted there one time of the year, you have something there kind of growing all year mm-hmm. that's going to be a benefit so the deer, turkey, and everything comes in there. Yeah, you're holding you them know. on your property a lot better that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people get hung up on it being deer, you know, because, you know, a lot of bit deer. But, I mean, turkeys, you know, any acorn, chestnuts, mm-hmm. anything, man, they love them. Right. And, you know, they're going to be in there eating them just because it's a big nut. You know, turkeys, you know, like a, to me, a deer is a glorified goat, and mm-hmm. a turkey's a glorified chicken. Yep. And chickens scratch. Yep. And that's what turkeys do. They scratch. So any little bit that the deer eat or squirrels drop, that's why the turkeys are there. They're scratching under the trees, getting what all the animals drop, even though if the nut's too big. That's right. But we offer stuff, like uh, we have a chestnut, actually, we call a, a gobbler chestnut, mm-hmm. because it has a smaller chestnut that a turkey could actually swallow. Right. And we market those for the turkey, which deer, squirrel, everything else, they eat them just like we're talking about. Oh, yeah. So. Well, that's pretty cool. So, uh, uh, where all do you, uh, who do
0: you mainly sell to?
2: Well, hunters, um, landowners, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we, we've gotten into uh, where we're actually selling to people that even lease land. Um, one thing that we encourage people to do that is leasing a piece of property, you know, is, is talk to the landowners and tell them what you're wanting to do. Most people that you lease land from are never discouraging you not to do something that's going to benefit their property. right? And you know, planting trees on it always benefits it. Now, you know, you run into timber timber leases and stuff like that, that could get a little tricky. But most people are, you know, if you come in and say, hey, you know, look, I'm leasing your land. I'd like to plant 10 fruit trees on it. You know, I mean, if you've got a long-term lease or sometimes we've got landowners that actually pay for it. Right. You plant them, they pay for the trees. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not just individuals who own land hunters can do it too that lease land. right? And, and it don't, you're not talking about a a long turnaround. You're talking about, you know, realistically planting from a, say a one year tree. You know, you're looking at another three to four years, probably you'll have fruit or production out of it. Right. So, and you know, a lot of big landowners we deal with too. People that's got big lands are wanting to uh, help the aesthetics of their property, line the roads with nice oak trees, yeah. or dress up some smaller food plots. You know I mean? The, the planting stuff, for the fruit trees a lot of people have these huge food plots and they have these little small like fowler areas that they have to bush hog all the time they don't want to let it go those are great places to put small fruit orchards Mm -hmm. down your roadsides where you gotta you know i I was i actually just put a video on facebook two weeks ago i was bush hogging a guy's place and riding down the road and i had planted some trees for him Mm -hmm. and it was just a place in the road that kind of went three bush hogs wide Mm -hmm. just a Really, just a pain, you know. Yeah, yeah. Get over there. And I said, man, why don't we plant some trees here? It's a great place. So we just put a little line a pair of pear trees and staggered about three crab apples in there. And I put it on my Facebook page. And I mean, it's amazing. There, has been about four years ago. Every one I'm producing. That's awesome. And it's cool. And he said, I'd never thought of that. Yeah. But I mean, those little areas like that are just, you know, it's just added benefit to your property. And you know, not
0: just for uh, the deer and turkeys, also for oh, yeah. the honeybees. Cause, I mean, oh, yeah. Everybody knows problem with honeybees right now yep
2: yep and 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 it's you know it goes into the aesthetics of your property is important i mean you like you know resale i mean i can't tell you you know i got some real estate guys that you know buy pieces of property put a little cabin on it and they try to sell it and stuff and all of them come in line the roads plant two or three fruit orchards and he goes you just wouldn't believe it when guys come in there their eyes just light up when they see those trees out there that somebody's put that time into the property. So. That's, that's
1: great. Yeah, that's uh, I, I see here uh, in your pamphlet that y'all do uh, blackberries and blueberries. Do y'all uh, supply to a lot of like vineyards or orchards or anything? No, uh, like, not really. Uh, not?
2: We just, uh, you know, we do we don't get too crazy on the varieties on, on blueberries and blackberries because most people that we're dealing with are doing them for the wildlife. Yeah, so we kind of try to stay simple. You ain't got to get fancy with that, you know. Uh-huh. Just Wild get, you, yep, just get you a bunch of them out there, and the deer and turkey and everything's gonna eat them. Turkeys love blueberries. Oh yeah, they hammer them down. So.
0: So y'all don't do any ornamental bushes or trees.
2: Not really. Uh-uh. Now you know we will be at a nursery, and um, people come all the time. So we may carry us a diff- couple different maples or something somebody's right. yard. Uh, we do that too for the prospect of somebody that's got a. A hunting cabin on their place and they're wanting to dress it up with nice oaks or something with color you know so you can get any, uh, some kind of a red maple to put out there or something but typically no we don't do any ornamental type stuff There you can. so and yeah our customer base is everywhere i mean we ship i got customers in illinois ohio pennsylvania we ship everywhere so
0: what uh out of out of your acorns and stuff what have you found i'm sure you get deer on y'all's uh y'all's property all the time oh yeah what are the, what acre do they like the best? Have you seen out of what y'all sell?
2: Well, they like what's available. Okay. You know, that's where uh, I, I was reading this thing and I'm not even gonna say where I went, where I got it, but it's a prominent deer guru. <clears throat> and he was singing the praises of the chestnut and mm-hmm. how the chestnuts are the best thing out there. That deer will walk past a white oak to eat a chestnut. Well, I mean, you get lost up in these conversations of the question you just asked because white oaks they drop in November. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Thanksgiving time and later, you know. Chestnuts drop in September. Yeah. I mean, where does the comparison even come from? Right. That's somebody trying to sell you something. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, what what we're trying to do is encourage you to do stuff that's going to help your habitat. I'm not trying to tell you they're going to eat this, they're going to eat that. Deer's going to eat what's available. It's like a red oak, for instance. A red oak, I reckon, will lay on the ground and it won't germ and it don't rot. Okay? So it'll stay there. Right. And it'll stay there till March. Right. A white oak won't do that. They rot on the ground. Yep. So you yep. are going to come in they're going to eat them white oaks up because yep. the white oak germinates quick. And i can tell, you, know, I got to get them in the ground or they start germinating in my freezer, at my refrigerator at the nursery. Yeah. But the red oaks, I can leave them in there and plant them in March. They don't germ like that. But see, it's the same thing in the wild. Them things lay on the ground, so them deer come in there and they eat all them white oaks up. And then what are they going to do? They're going to go back to that red oak. Yep. So when they eat them white oaks up during that prime time, later in the year when you think, well, ain't nothing else for them to eat, go find that water oak, go find that nut all oak. Not all oaks drop in dang January, yeah, February. You know, it's a red oak. Well, if they don't like it as much, well, hell. <laughs> <laughs> what else they go eat? What else they go eat? Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's right. That's right. I mean, and and those are the things that you know people get hung up on is right. like one certain species. Well, it ain't about a certain species. I mean, deer eat everything. Right. And so it's about having something available to them all the time. That's the key, you know. And you, they get people get hung up on how fast something's going to produce, how quick, how quick can I have something on? Right. I mean, anything's going to take time. No, no question. Right. Um. So, you know, but the best time to plant something was yesterday. Yep. The next best time was today. Yep. (laughs) So you know, you're never going to get nothing going or getting if you're not planting it. That's right. And you will be amazed. And it don't matter. I tell people all the time, look. You don't I, don't you don't have to call me up and order a thousand trees. Order ten. You can get ten seedlings for ten bucks. I mean, for twenty bucks, two dollars a piece. Right. And then you can get a tree tube, a five foot tree protector tube that we offer mm-hmm. from Planters, a five foot tube, stakes, and everything. So basically, for ten dollars a tree, you can have a you can have the tree, all the protection, everything you need, for ten dollars for a seedling, the tube, stake, and everything, and plant ten of them. And I guarantee you if you do that. You gonna do it again next year, because you once you see it and it go, you go, wow, that works. You will do it again, and that's all we're trying to do is just get you started. Right. Because once you get started and see it, you're gonna do it again. That's right.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, y'all are creating a, I mean, y'all are creating a healthy habitat for healthy envi- like a healthy environment yeah. for healthy animals, and I mean that's awesome. So man. I mean,
2: you know, it's it's, don't get me wrong, man. I plant food plots every year, summer plots, winter plots. I do just like everybody else does. But, I mean, it makes no sense not to plant stuff that you can put out there that's going to be there. That's right. Yeah, forever. You know. They need, I, they need uh, to eat all your yeah. long. And I know we're on the radio and they can't see it, but y'all can see this. Like that tree right there, that's a that's a persimmon, a common persimmon tree, mm-hmm. okay? But that tree right there is one that I found. It's at a park. And this tree drops every year in December and January. Really? Now In Alabama, in December and January, you got persimmons on a tree dropping. Man, that's like gold. Yeah. Well, so what I do is I go up and get wood off of that tree, and I come back and I graft it to common so that I'm cloning this tree. And You can buy that tree and put it on your property, and it's going to do exactly what we tell you it's going to do. Mm. It's going to drop in December and January. Sign me up. So what, what's the name of that persimmon tree? It's, I, I call it, right now it's just a grafted American female. That's all. I ain't got a name on it. It's just a grafted female persimmon tree, but it drops in December, January. And it, I sell out of them every year cause I can't get enough of them. I can't do enough of them. Wow. I mean, they'll be gone like that. It's amazing. So that's a cool plant. And you are talking about on a tree like this, because this grafted wood is an older, mature piece of wood we put on mm-hmm. it. You're probably within five years, you'll have persimmons on it. Wow. Now it ain't going to be huge, but within five years you'll have persimmons on it.
0: How much so. will one like that right there
2: cost? That one's like 30 bucks. 30 bucks. No, yep. But, you know, it's it, that's a time-consuming plant, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and that's how a lot of this stuff is. It's time-consuming. Like, for instance, it's a pear tree that we grow that you, you would buy from me. It's It's a one, two, it's a three-year production to get one tree. i got to buy the rootstock plant. i got to grow it all summer. i got to come back and bud it, let it go all summer and winter again. Then the next year I come back and dig it and give it to you. sell it yeah so it's just a little bit time consuming things but you know it people say well well i got persimmons on my property well yeah i do too you got them where you want them Mm -hmm. you know i mean is it over by your food plot where you can you know you can enjoy it or you know you got you know i mean it's just you got it where you want it i mean there's a lot of learning out there that we can do i mean i'm i'm thinking about next year offering a service where i actually come to your place like you call me up and you Mm -hmm. said alan look I, I want to know how to graft persimmons and, and, you know, and uh, do some other stuff. And I said, well, I, I got some wood. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll come over to your place and we'll sit down, go out and flag some persimmon trees on your place, and we'll, me and you will do them together. And I'll walk you through it and show you how to do it. And then after that, you'll know how to do it. I'm going to give you everything you need to do it. Wow. And then you can find your own wood and do your own grab. That'd be great. Man. And it And it's so much better when you can find a tree that's growing in the ground and you can just graft onto that tree already where it's at you know and the persimmons are everywhere because of coons and coyotes and oh, everything yeah. i know we're at the trappers convention you know up yeah. here but and that's what i was telling them in the seminar a while ago man you want to find a coyote or a coon or a possum or something to trap when the persimmons are falling just set a trap under that tree because they're coming yeah i mean it's incredible
1: everything uh, eats persimmons don't oh it? yeah
2: i mean you know and pears you know duck coons and coyotes love pears yeah so you know, and there's a good side and downside to everything. Oh, you yeah. know. I, mean, I had somebody tell me I had a, I ain't even going to say, it was a, a wildlife biologist tell a guy, do not plant pears or persimmons on your property because they attract coyotes. <laughs> I had somebody tell a guy that. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so you need to stop the deer from having babies. You need to get rid of the rabbits. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they attract coyotes. Yeah, so. everything. In the world you know, I mean, bears I'm bears just saying, I mean, come on, man. Yeah.
0: But, do you deer hunt?
2: I do. What yep, what, uh, what
0: county do you hunt in?
2: I hunt in Montgomery County. Montgomery county. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um been hunting there all my life. Uh, we hunt in Lee County too, up around the nursery, mm-hmm. right up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much bow hunt. I, bow hunted, I don't know, I got into bow hunting right when I got out of college and um just got hooked on it.
0: Yeah and love it. Yeah. You
2: know, it just brings a different element, different challenge is what it was, you know. Right. Just,
0: but uh You got a lot of these trees that y'all grow on y'all's property?
2: Oh yeah yeah got a bunch of
0: them yeah yeah we got a,
2: we got a couple of groves, and then I got some on another landowner's property down there, yeah, it's a bunch of different stuff yeah, but it's it's fun to see it and fun to watch it grow, oh yeah, especially it's, when you
0: can kill something out from under one of them, oh yeah, you just got to watch
2: the uh, you know a lot of a lot of this land is uh nowadays like we we're talking about is timber land yeah. timber you know you you, you got to really be careful where you plant it, you know, because, you know, they're, I mean, they're, those folks are in there to grow timber. That's their money.
1: Yep. Yeah, they come through and cut your tree down, you know, yeah. planted. you plant it. You yeah. don't want that.
2: Well, then you get all excited because they come through and they don't cut it, and then they come back and drop poles and all over everything and kill it. That's what they yeah. do. So, but I mean, they've gotten a lot better at that because they use the helicopters and they use GPSs and they stay away from your fields, and so they've gotten a lot better at that. Mm-hmm. Used to the guys would come through and just spray everything. but.
0: We, hunt, no, it's got better. we have a yeah. hunting club in Bibb County, I'm sure, yeah. you know, not far from you. Yeah. But um, they they still use the airplanes, and, you know, we still get we still get murdered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or white oak, some of them catch it. You oh, know, yeah. And, yeah. You know, some of the, you know, persimmons. You know, a lot of our persimmons, I, you'll find a persimmon tree when you have persimmons on it, you know. Yeah. So I know it has to do something with that poison.
2: Well, now, now too, and that's another thing, you know, <clears throat> regular persimmons that are growing out there, there's either a male and a female plant. Only the female produces persimmon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, Tell
1: me how you graph, like how do you graph a tree, well, your process.
2: you know, there's a ton of different ways. So if you go on the Internet and look at grafting, they're going to give you all types of different whipping tongue, all this stuff. Actually, we do a lot of what they call budding, chip budding, which that means we just get a... Uh, end of a limb with the uh, last year's growth on it, and we get a bud off of that tree, and we actually graft it to a rootstock of another tree or bud it, and it, it's pretty simple procedure really once I show somebody how to do it, and it, let's just say you did four or five of them, you'd figure it out, but all of that's about the timing of doing it, doing it the proper time, handling your wood right, getting your wood right, I mean, so there's just several steps in there, which, I mean, it, it's not complicated, and you know, but. It's pretty easy to do. It just takes a little time.
1: You said there's a correct time to graft. When is that?
2: Yeah, and I mean it just depends on what you're doing. Okay. You know, like uh, for instance, fruit trees. We just we just budded uh, about fifteen thousand fruit trees at the nursery, and and it's a we do it in September, so it's a fall graft bud, and then we we overwinter them like that, and then as soon as spring gets here, and the other tree starts growing that we grafted it to, we'll actually cut that tree off, and that allows the bud to really shoot uh persimmons are a little different um persimmons typically are sometime mid-april through the end of may when you want to do those mm-hmm. so i mean everything's a little bit different
0: okay Y'all but, do. Oh, i'm sorry go no ahead. you go ahead i was going to ask you about your uh blackberries go ahead. go ahead go ahead and ask him
2: that's a japanese persimmon yes sir japanese. yes sir looks like a tomato don't it <laughs> it'll actually ripen like a tomato if you pick it off that tree and take it home with you It'll set up and ripen just like a tomato would. It's, it's, it's better. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, seeds there, no seeds in that. Mm-mm. By me grafting <laughs> Even if, when you take that tree and put it in the wild, like if you're going to put it on your hunting property or out there and it started crossing with a common persimmon, it will start having some seed in it. But that seed in it won't grow that plant necessarily, it, it'll may grow a persimmon. It may grow one that won't even fruit. You just don't know. <laughs> if somebody found one that was growing from a seed, you, that's what I'm saying. You don't know what it's going to do. It may have fruit, may not. You don't know. That's yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you just don't know from when you're growing something from a seed like fruit. You don't know exactly. Some of them may have fruit. Some of them may not. Some of them may have big thorns with little bitty fruit. You just don't know.
0: <laughs> and look yeah. how little, look how small that tree is, and look how much fruit's got on it. <laughs> yeah.
3: There's a nursing home down here in the very front, in front of their building, they've got these trees on it. Yeah. They got fruit. And that's where I seen them. I my wife, I said, them got to be presented. Yeah. I mean, just by the, I can just tell by
2: little. Yeah, they're good. You can pick it like an apple and eat it. They'll be real ready about probably Thanksgiving. I've seen them twenty, twenty-five foot. Oh
3: my goodness, they load up. For
2: sure. Oh yeah, they'll have a ton of them on it. The the tree, yeah.
0: Pretty neat looking fruit, isn't it?
2: Yep. Get you one of them catalogs on that table right there, and I'll send you some. <laughs> there you go. We appreciate it, brother. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I turned around there and I
2: planted them things on I got 40
3: acres. Oh yeah. I had to give some of them because I got tired of digging holes. <laughs> you know, they wasn't that they was just by root. Yeah.
2: You need to go over there to that, next time, go over there to that other side over there. One of them trapper guys over there has got some auger bits, bit about this long, with a bit about that big, about three two inches. That's what you need to plant them trees with. Yeah.
1: Dread a couple of holes first.
2: <laughs> That's right. And I've been told them sawtooth yeah. oaks are an
3: invasive
0: species.
3: Well...
2: They listing them invasive because they're not native. That's What it is, huh? Uh, I th- Asia or somewhere, I'm not sure on that salt tooth, but it's it's not native. It's not ch- Chinese chestnut aren't native species either. But it, they're listing anything that's basically not a native species. They're going to list it as invasive. Um, they produce tons of uh, seed, and that's what they're saying that if the seed don't all eat up, that they sprout readily and they'll grow, and they will. But I mean I know someone that have been there 50 60 years. So, I mean you know,
3: I went down to 20 hours ago, and I had to the Extension Agency, Farmer Extension Agency there. they had a catalog of invasive species. I mean, all these bushes around these people's houses, they're basic, all of
2: them. Well, there's a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Nandinas,
3: the dang no mimosas trees, I hate
2: them. Yeah, mimosas, popcorn, they call them Chinese tallows, yeah, all that yeah. stuff.
3: Yeah, popcorn tree tallow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know,
2: Mm. Coming up everywhere. They just come up like crazy. Yeah. got it. you gotta kill the root on that tree or they'll just, of they just sprout off of them. Yeah, And they'll you'll them
3: little
2: tall yeah. Oh, they'll grow anywhere. Yep. All right. Thanks Thank you. Appreciate hey, it, bro. Buddy. Mm. It is. The whole bucket is.
0: <laughs> yeah. To let everybody know, we are at a, uh, uh outdoor show, so
2: we got people coming around to the booths. You see these males
3: and in them. When you, grab them, how you know female.
2: Well, I get the wood off of a female tree. So
3: that, that's like right here. It ain't got the first on
2: it. But, it, says but it is, because I got the wood off of a female tree, of one that say is producing, yeah. Yeah, there's other ways to find out it's a female too. We can't say it on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You on the radio? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> he said, "Well, good."
2: Take care. I do.
0: This is a podcast called Alabama Sportsman. Where do I get on the radio? You, you got a you got a smartphone or anything? No, you don't. Well, it'll be uh you have to have a you got to go to iTunes or uh, Podbean or a place like that to get it. you got a computer at home? Yep. Well, you'll be able to listen to it on it. You, you i tell you what you do. just. you all <laughs>
3: It'll
0: be once a week. but uh, we're, only on Fridays? No, so it would be the uh, first of the week, every week. We're County. We're, we're in Calhoun County. Yeah.
3: I don't know if we were seeing all this <laughs> headgear
2: going. We was talking to aliens. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. I
1: thought y'all might be one that's
0: going out back and giving a cinnamon. Well, he did. Alan I did one did.
2: earlier, but, yeah. I talked loud enough. I didn't need this for that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't want them to record all them stories I was telling. That's funny. Yeah, it's funny.
0: Well, uh, well, Alan, I know we're probably taking up enough time, your time, and all. So, uh, if somebody wants to get in touch with you and you know talk to you about these trees and fruit and all, just whatever they may have a question about, how do they get in touch with you?
2: Uh, the office number is eight hundred two two one nine seven zero three. Okay. You can go. You can email me at. Allen, just A-L-L-E-N at wildlifegroup.com. I'll answer any questions you got like that. Um, and then we have a website, just www.wildlifegroup.com. Mm-hmm. We'll have our catalog on there. Uh, we also have, I'll, in the next two weeks, I'll have up like web specials where you can buy these different groups of trees. Shipping will be included in the price and we'll ship them right to your door. Right. Generally our, you know, our, uh, your planting dates are 1st of December the end of march is your best planting date so we start shipping about second week of december and so you know you can get in touch with us anyway like that um also uh, we got a facebook page Mm -hmm. that is for me being computer illiterate (laughs) (laughs) facebook is really easy to use yeah so i've got a lot of videos and stuff on there also of just all kind of stuff from the last two or three years it's really interesting if you go through all the videos of the I got videos of different trees and, you know, stuff like that on there, so oh, that's good. On
0: Facebook, what's the Facebook page called?
2: It's just the Wildlife Group.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: All right. And people can contact you on there as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those I get messages message.
2: all the time. Yeah. Yep. Right. Just be patient with me. I try to get up with everybody as quick as I can. But.
0: Well, everybody should know that you're, you know, you're growing trees, so you're out in the field, so you ain't yep. sitting behind a desk all day. That's right.
2: that's right. That's right. I got some good folks at the nursery that stay back and take care of me there. <laughs> <So> <laughs> there you go. So, so you go. I go. can do this stuff. There yep. you go. So all
0: right. Well, Alan, appreciate your time and everything, yep. and maybe we'll get in touch with you again and maybe do another. Maybe we we'll go hunting or something.
2: There you go. That'd be the fun. All right. Sounds good, man. Thanks <laughs> a lot. Right. Thank you. See you. Make sure you find us on
0: Facebook at Alabama Sportsman. Don't forget to hit that like and follow button. That way you keep up with events, shows, and giveaways that we'll be doing. We have an Instagram page. It's the number one Alabama Sportsman. Make sure you follow us there. We have a YouTube channel. It's Alabama Sportsman. Subscribe there for upcoming shows and videos that we're going to be putting out if you have a question or an idea for an upcoming episode or if you may you may even want to be on the episode you can send us an email at one that's the number one alabama sportsman at gmail.com and don't forget you can go to the app store and download the podbean app that's our host so they'll give you free notifications every time one of our shows comes on so for landon holtman I'm Jamie Sparks and this is the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast.